0: Hi, this is Yona Chatsnov, founder of Panema Wellness at FromWomensHealth.com, and I'm just going to give an introductory podcast to kind of talk about what I'm hoping to do with my podcast, with my blog, um, and kind of how this all came into being. So for the past few years, I've been getting phone calls, emails, and texts from family and friends. Um, with various questions, some primary care, just kind of general health questions, but a lot of women's health-specific questions that I hadn't realized women, you know, needed answers to. A lot of my good friends are in the medical field, so until I got these questions, I didn't have a sense of what the baseline was for so many women. Um, And after, you know, hearing what people were asking and... Seeing what gaps there were, kind of in the general knowledge of, from women, um, I realized that it would be great if the answers were more widely available, especially for women who don't enjoy researching things on the internet, might not have access to everything there is on the internet, and also who might not want to read. Because a lot of what's available out there is by text, especially from, from resources, um, and. In addition, I mean, very little is geared towards From Women. So after I realized that, I came up with Pneema Wellness and this blog at FromWomensHealth.com with the idea that I would cover foundational women's health concepts and touch on subjects that women have extra questions about, just some of the stuff that I've heard again and again. I have all this information available because of my background, and I really enjoy making things understandable. Of course, if anyone wants to talk to me personally, I'm also available for phone consultations. And there's a link for that on the website. So, more about why I think this is important, why this is a good idea. Basically, you have your OB, you have your Kala teacher, but sometimes there are questions that you want to be answered from both a medical and spiritual or halachic perspective combined from culture and NIDA are foreign to so many providers. Uh, there are from doctors out there, and that's amazing when women have access to those providers. But, you know, most people, most of the women that I've spoken to in the United States and in Israel don't get that that kind of broad knowledge base. It's not what they're accessing when they talk to their, to their doctors. So... And, and there are amazing college teachers out there, right? But not all of them have the medical background to clearly and accurately answer someone's questions. I want women to have access to information to maintain their daily health and also to know when they should go to their doctor, their college teacher, their ruv and say, hey, this is what I've been hearing. You've told me something else. Can you explain how these two things go together? Women often don't know what they don't know until they really need to know it. So... It's important for people to know what they're looking for and when they should ask questions, when it's important to ask for a second opinion, to know that it's okay to stand up for yourself, to ask additional questions and get additional information. Women spend a lot of time thinking about their bodies from an external perspective, thinking about how they look, what they're eating, whether whether they look fit, how they can stay fit. And they spend a lot less time thinking about what's happening internally, what's causing things to happen, we're not, you know, a surface that's completely separate from whatever's internal. A woman's body is really complicated, and hormones aren't simple. It took me, like, until recently to kind of appreciate how much they impact us emotionally, physically, and even spiritually. I had something happen, and a friend was like, "No, your hormones." And I was like, "What are you, What are you talking about?" Like, I've learned about hormones. I can tell you a lot about how they work physiologically, but it's underappreciated, I guess, how much they can impact our emotional and spiritual lives and how whatever even physically is going on with our bodies can also impact us emotionally and spiritually. So I am here because I want to cover topics that are interesting to people, but in a sensitive, cnēs from way. And just because a subject isn't necessarily appropriate for a public class – does not mean that it's not something a woman should know for herself. Women need to know when, and they, when they can and should look into something further. Um, I'm trained to talk to women about everything from birth control to nursing, struggles with physical intimacy, pregnancy care, menopause. I myself am really proud to be a from woman. I believe in the ideals of our system. I believe in from kite and halacha, and I want to tie that in with my medical knowledge and get women more of the information that they need to know. I'm not a rough. This is a disclaimer, I'm not going to Paskin for anyone. I'm not even a Yoetzat Halacha. I don't have a very in-depth knowledge of halacha, but I am a from woman and it's important to me to know why I do what I do. I try to get my own questions answered. I'm a Bodeca Tara, so I do exams specifically for NIDA, and I have training of what to look out for there. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my background. I'm an RN, I'm a registered nurse. I worked for a few years in ICU step-down, which is a lower level of critical care, also known as med, it's a kind of med surge. If you've ever heard that phrase before, it's where you come across everything as a nurse. So you get a broad background of how the body works. And kind of how the medical system works. After that, I moved on to a women's health unit, which was mostly post-surgery. Most of the patients had had surgery or a complication from a women's cancer and other non-cancerous uterine and breast conditions. And I I loved that. I realized that I really love working with women. There was a lot of education to be done before discharge, before women left the hospital. And you got to interact not just with Women, but also their children, their spouses, and kind of see how the patient as a woman fit into her family. So I really gained something from that. And then when I myself was pregnant with my first child, I realized that I cared very strongly about women's health experiences, not just catastrophes. Catastrophes are what you see on women's health unit in the hospital. When chasuashalam, someone gets cancer. But what about when they go for well-women checks? When they go for pregnancy visits? Are women really getting the information that they need? Is it coming in a friendly and digestible way? And I found that often it wasn't. So I went back to school for nurse midwifery. I went to Frontier Nursing University. And I picked nurse midwifery because in the United States, midwifery covers care of women across the lifespan. We learn about primary care, women's health, and even neonatal care, which is um, health stuff related to the first month of a baby's life. You get trained in everything you need to know to talk to women on a basic level, and then more in depth about gynecologic health. And I I loved it. I took all of the courses. I bought it. You know, it's like, there's a philosophy of nurse midwifery, which has a lot to do with meeting women at their own level and making sure they get the information that's important to them. And I really believe in that system. But um, before I was able to do my 40 deliveries, I had to deliver 40 babies, my clinical site fell through. So I spent around six months looking for another birth site in my area. I was living in Dallas and there was nothing. I mean, there was just nothing available no matter which way I turned. And it was not the right time to be moving away from my very small children for two to three months, which is something the school had a hard time understanding. And again, I got a sense that like, as if a from woman, my life was going to look a little different, so I switched to women's health nurse practitioner. That's the focus of my master's, and now looking back, I can—I mean, not that far out, but I can see some perks because I'm never going to be doing deliveries. I'm never—I'm not going to be doing deliveries as a young mother. The schedule is really demanding. It's not the best time in my life to be doing that. I'd. Really hoped to work more in the clinic, and when I switched focuses, I got an additional three hundred hours of clinic in women's health and gynecologic problems. And I might not have gotten that extra, just that extra information, that extra experience, if I hadn't switched. Um, if I hadn't switched masters focuses. So, again, at this point, I can see the bracha, but it was obviously very disappointing. And we, we recently moved to Israel, which. Uh, one one of the not perks, one of the downsides is that women's health nurse practitioners don't currently have a place in the medical system. So I can't use everything I learned in clinical practice here right now, although hopefully that's going to be changing. So in the meantime, I'm hoping to use this platform, this blog, this podcast as a way to share my knowledge and help my community. And I invite people to please um, ask me questions and read what I've written Schedule a consultation if you want, you know, more personal communication. But I, I'm i doing this for the community. So what's important to you is what's important to me. So thank you for listening, and I look forward to sharing more with you.